Welcome, Patriots. We've got a lot of things going on in the world today, in the news today, and we're going to get right to it. So if it's in your sights, it's on my radar. I'm Raven Harrison. We'll be airborne shortly. Fantastic, guys. If you're watching, we've got a lot of things going on in the world today, and we're going to be right here on the front lines as always. I'm your hostess, Raven Harrison, and let's get right to it. Let's start with something that's pretty important to me in the short term, which is the Strategic Oil Reserve. We're hearing a lot of this and that about it. It's empty. Well, it's getting there fast. So what we have to do is talk about Problems and solutions. We're going to make sure on the show today that we are problems and solutions. We've got enough of both. We've got few of the solutions, but we're making it happen. So let's go. So here's what we want to know about the strategic oil reserve. It needs to be full. It'd be helpful to have our oil reserves where they were when President Trump left office. So President Trump left office and our reserves were, and I believe, 640 million barrels in the strategic reserve, which is excellent and full, which is where we like them going into any kind of possible conflict or unknown economic crisis. So that's where we were when President Trump left. Where are we now? Scary. So now we are down 250 million barrels and appears and counting. So that's what we have to be watching right now. What does that mean? What are we going to do? What it means is we're going into winter, a lot of our allies and places that we are going to be borrowing oil from are going into winter. So we should really be paying attention. It's going to be a cold winter for some people. What that means, solution, Raven, solution, vote red. <laughs> vote out Democrats. This makes no sense. This is not how it works. We don't drain our strategic oil reserves and send them to China. That's not how we get things done. So for those paying attention, that's the solution. Vote red. What else do we have going on? We have reports coming out this morning that our students, our math scores in our schools across America are down 25%. That was from a statistically low standpoint to start with, but down 25%. Wonder what that could be the cause of. Or I wonder what could be the cause of that. I'm going to wager a guess in the fact that we're dealing with pronouns in bathrooms and China is teaching their third graders advanced calculus. Might have something to do with it. This has gone epidemic portion. Is anybody paying attention? We have got to pay attention to what is going on in these schools. I tell people all the time, only a fool would let the enemy teach their kids. Mine are certifiably in homeschool until I have faith in the school system again. I encourage everybody to watch what your kids are being taught. Pay attention, ask questions, hold people accountable. That's the solution. We got to get involved. Parents, we got to step up. This is our move. I'd also like to address something that's going on quite a bit in the world today. A lot of increase in gun violence. This is a big one. And I caution people... I'm a very solid Second Amendment gal. Always have been, always will be. 
The only way you stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. That's how it's been since the beginning of time. I also want to point out that the Dems love, this is their favorite, one of their favorite points to hit on right before an election, especially one where they're expecting to get shellacked like the ones we have coming up on the 8th. The important thing to remember that I would like to convey anyway is that I don't know of any guns that have gone out and arbitrarily shot people. This is a highlighter of the mental health pandemic we have going on in our country right now. We need to be paying attention, but I am so tired of this, the gun did it, the gun did it, the gun did it, the gun didn't do it. Somebody pulled the trigger and did it. We have to get back to accountability. It would also help if we weren't letting people out of prison so that we could have votes. Dems are paying attention. I'm looking at you guys on this one. Patriots, you know what I'm talking about. So what does that mean? That means that we have a story that came out this weekend here in Texas of a career criminal who was let out of prison, let out of jail to attend a birth. They won't say whose birth. They said a significant other. Was this his child? Was this a relative? We don't know but was let out of prison, went to the hospital, and gunned down two hospital workers at Methodist Hospital, I believe. My thoughts and prayers and condolences go out to the family members that were gunned down at the hospital going to work doing their jobs. This is not a gun right issue. This is why was a criminal let out of jail and how did he get access to a gun? There has to be some accountability and big time, but we're not gonna do the smoke and mirrors here. How do we do that? Let's start by asking the questions of how this guy was let out of prison. I'm old enough to remember when going to prison meant you had to stay there. I guess I'm that old, but going to prison, he was let out of prison, he's a career criminal, and he gunned down two people, repeat offender. We've got a trifecta here. These are the kind of things you need to be mindful of when you're at the ballot box. Have to remember, this is it. This is what's going on. And speaking of the ballot box, I think we're going to have a segment now where we're going to talk, be talking to an absolute, a stone-cold conservative. We love the ones who serve it up nice and patriotic. We've got Weston Martinez in studio with us today, we're going to be talking to him about election integrity, voter fraud, all the things that matter for all of us who are concerned what's going to be happening with the state of our country going forward. It's not enough to vote. We have to really put boots on the ground and get a plan. Stay with us. Coming up next. Welcome back, Patriots, to Raven's Radar. Have a special in-studio treat for you guys today. Yes, we do. We are tackling election integrity, voter fraud, all the things that matter to us on November 8th. We're tackling it head on right now, and we've got one of the frontline generals in this fight with me in the studio today. We have Weston Martinez, the Weston Martinez, fourth generation Texan, strong conservative, previous commissioner under Rick Perry and Governor Abbott, correct? And just an all-around amazing 
go-getter, do-it guy. How are you, Weston? I'm doing great, Raven. How are you? Great. Thanks I was for having me. Soon today. It was it was uh, it was almost as bad as uh, as a voting fraud machine in Venezuela with Hugo Chavez at the helm. Oh, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. So, Weston, thank you. Would like to jump right in. Uh, tell first of all the Patriots a little bit about you sure. and what you've been doing for Texas and our country. Sure. Well, you know, as as you know, I've been involved in politics for almost twenty years. Um, actually had a great time, uh, creating uh, a couple of different bills. One that made human trafficking a death penalty eligible offense. Another one that made uh, voter fraud, a felony in Texas. And that was, uh, almost, in, that was in 2012 and Raven, those things sailed through the Senate, sailed through the house, even though I had endorsed against the liberal speaker of the house at the time. And both of them died on the last reading in the Texas legislature. And when, and when voter fraud died, I thought to myself, man, Republicans got to be doing voter fraud too. Yes. Uh, but I was, I was pumped catalyst into that because I was handed a stack of absentee ballots that had the same return address and the same handwriting. You guys aren't going to believe this. Oh the same, hand, same handwriting, same address as from a cemetery on the south side of San Antonio. So that became my baptism into voter fraud, a stack like this. And uh, so baptism I, by fire, by fire. I went to the attorney general's office. I went to the uh, secretary of state. They opened a complaint. I went to the AG's office. They opened a formal investigation. I could not get the media in Bear County to actually do anything about it. Why? Because the Democrat consultant was appointed over that cemetery by the Democrat County commissioners. So you'll never believe this. So after a bunch of hurdles put on me by the media and the media would not do it because that lady threatened to sue him. I actually wound up held in a press conference Come on. on on Halloween night about voter fraud in front of a cemetery. That's spooky. And it was hilarious, but uh, it really was baptism by fire. Uh, you know, been married almost 23 years, have five children involved in uh, land development, oil and gas, real estate, a bunch of different other things. And God's really blessed me to, uh, to be involved in a lot of things technically, but it all surrounds, you know, biblical and constitutional apologetics. And when we look at our country being so lost, one of the things that people are out there that are watching your show, they're, they're trying to find hope, right? They're trying yes. to find direction and guidance. And, and solutions. And solutions. I mean, look, nobody cares about how you feel unless you can tell them what you can do. Amen. And that's one of the things that in this time, you have a lot of good people out there that don't even know how to interact with their government. Correct. Their employer, their school, let alone their elections. There it but is. I would say to you that, you know, Bigfoot is fake. Election fraud is real. Come on and now. And I know you want to kind of jump into that. So um, we can we can jump into that. But I will tell you, one of my highlights politically was working with Project Veritas to get the woman arrested that made national news. Yes. Uh, and also it wound times. up being the fastest, uh, the fastest arrest in the history of Texas for voter fraud in the state of Texas. And that was with our current Attorney General Ken Paxton's team pushing hard to find that uh, and to root that out. So that was a win. I remember watching that. That was on the news. That was everywhere. that was huge. Mm -hmm. That was seeing someone actually be held accountable. That's what they're telling us now, right? They're saying we need people. Why are people not going to jail? Who's doing it? Are you guys paying attention? This is where we need to be. This is where we need to be in terms of action and doing. You saw this all the way through from the complaint until the arrests mm -hmm. started coming out. And that's what we need now. So, Weston, give us a gauge of what we're looking at now 
for this cycle. This is the, some people are calling it the red wave. Some people are calling it the, the super tsunami. What are we looking at for November 8th? What do we should we be mindful of? Well, there's, there's several things that are happening. One, you have to realize that the public is the best investigator that we can have. You out there today, the people that are against our country, that are against our future, yes, they want each and every one of you to realize, they want you to believe one thing. They want you to believe that one person can no longer make a difference. That's right. You know, if Martin Luther King Jr. were alive today, he'd probably be sitting in prison with January right. six detainees right now. You got that right. Because he spoke his mind, he spoke up for what he what was true and would get censored. He'd be canceled on Twitter. And he's biblical because faith without works right. is dead. And so when we look at that, you know, we want people to know here's here's how we got here. You know, who are what what kind of country are we? You know, we are a country that's founded on that's principles right. that it doesn't matter, you know, what color you are, what size you are, how right. tall you are, you have a fair shot in this country. Nobody's nobody's breaking into Mexico. That's right. Or Korea you know, or China or Venezuela. I, I actually, so uh, our good friend, I made that very funny, but Al Sharpton came down to the border a few months ago, <laughs> and I actually helped run the guy off the border. And I was from here right. to there, and, and, and I said, Al, how come you weren't here when it was brown kids, buddy? Where you been? I thought you were going to ask him if he had just gotten his hair done or something. Oh no, he looked like death. You can see the picture on my on my Twitter feed, oh, no or Facebook, and uh, or Rumble and the other <laughs> places. But you know, I, he was there for a grand total of two and a half minutes, and he split because he couldn't handle the truth. And as citizens, you need to arm yourself with the truth, arm yourself with the facts, and realize that anytime you're dealing with a government operation, just use their own rules against them. That's all you got to do. That's all it takes. And so in the election, in the election department, one of the things that we do through the, uh, so we created an organization called the Voter Fraud Bureau of Investigation, yes. vfbi.org. Four letters, and, not the three, yeah. guys, four. And uh, it's about empowering the people. It's about holding the government accountable. And uh, I asked uh, Veritas, I said, hey, y'all should create something for voter fraud specifically. And they said, we just brought the undercover guy with the camera. You told us how to, you know, fight voter fraud. And so I toiled over that for a few months and then I was like, yeah, I guess we're going to have to do that. And so, you know, we do things like teaching election workers and poll workers how to do the job, but also how to, how to find the fraud. Cause and if you're not finding the fraud, what's the point? Well, exactly. Well, let me ask you on that point then with the poll workers, do they need some kind of protection? Is there some, because we all saw, I saw, uh, places where poll workers were being kicked out, things were being boarded up. This was real. Despite the news wanting to take the selective, it didn't happen. You know, what do we have? Do we have a plan for how to protect these poll workers or what we're planning on doing? Well, so part of the plan is to make sure that we have people that are in there with these VFBI shirts that are qualified to wear. They're not campaign material. Woo! So and they're going to be decked out. You could have a VFBI shirt, and on the back it can say VFBI report voter fraud now, and stand sentry inside or outside of a polling location, so that you actually are holding bad guys accountable. You know, love it. You know, I know Dinesh D'Souza, I know Catherine Engelbrecht, I know those, I know those folks, and you know, when we talk about two thousand mules and things like that, we need to realize that if you take the power of the people and you unleash them and you give them the mission, they will be the strongest force on earth because they know that 
we are one, you know, Reagan said we're one generation away from losing. Never more no, than one generation. No, no, we're one election. We're one vote. Yes. You know, for those of y'all that have served in the military, you know what it is to lock and load as quickly as possible and unload and reload. They're not using bullets. They're using ballots. And Correct. right now, there is uh, a lot of things that are going on. And in the process, just to be very technical about it, one of the things that we're doing is we're actually about to launch a national press release requesting for sheriffs across the United States to be willing to stand up and say, I'm willing to deputize uh, qualified individuals in my county so that they can be election inspectors to hold those people accountable. And they would have the ability to go into a voting location, yes. review the process, okay, and if the federal government were to come in, they'd be able to tell the federal government, I'm sorry, you don't have jurisdiction here. You see, a lot of times we as Americans, we give up our authority. We abdicate our authority because we don't know what Correct. our rights are. Correct. And that's what I love about what you're doing in your show is that you're actually telling people what their rights are. If you don't know how to stand your ground, Correct. you'll never be able to do it. And I thought of something this morning. We should work. We're going to start a project where we want to give every graduating senior a constitution. Keep going. Because on the right track. they need to know what they are about to embark on as adults. And I think we actually should expand it and give it to them at, as their freshmen in high school, right? We the people, right? Yes. We need to let the people, the people in this country need to realize that it is not the government's people. No. It is the people's government. No. And that's something that needs to happen. So as we unpack this, I've talked to some different folks across the country. Um, they have veterans. One organization told me they have 15,000 veterans that are standing by to be activated yes. that will sign up and say, yes, I will volunteer to be a deputized by a sheriff so that I can hold the election officials accountable and stop the federal government from coming in. Folks, believe me, you look at some of these big counties like Harris County and some of these other counties in Arizona, Maricopa County, you look at those things, things like that are about to take place because we have to, because they, they're they out of options. Now, the question is, how much do they or don't they? You know, when I talk to people about this, I have a technology background, you know, was in Southwestern Bell, AT&T for a long time, oil and gas, land development, real estate. It's as Texas as policy, it gets. You know, um, Went to college on a bull riding scholarship, you know, so it's, 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 I kind of keep it simple. Okay. That's just cool. Okay. That's just really cool. And, um, <laughs> oh my goodness. So, so I kind of keep it simple, but when you look at a technology scenario, people say, well, the vote, the machines are not connected to the internet. What are you talking about? You're saying what everybody else is saying. No, they're hundred percent connected to the internet. I tell you what, I will give a reward to anybody that can show me that the election machines are not sending uh, the uh, the vote list to central count electronically. So you've taken, got, is everybody paying attention? He's taken both things out, the conspiracy theorists reward right here and boots on the ground for all the people who are coming to me, Raven, they're gonna cheat. Of course they're going to cheat. Always. What are we going to do about it? So deputize for the ones who are wondering, this is actual this is gold right here. This is Texas tea. What can I do? This is what you can do. Deputized to sit out there and, and 
Police the police. Call your That's sheriff. That's what it's going to take. Call, Call your, your sheriff. sheriff. And ask him, do you know what, what a chief law enforcement officer is? Because our Constitution enumerates the chief law enforcement officer is the person that is the top of the pile in your jurisdiction. And so when we look at that, Raven, you know, most of the states across the country, that's the way their state charter is set up. Right. And the reason why they did that is because we are what? An enumerated body of states. Right. And so now they wanted to be able to just have checks and balances. You know, Correct. we can talk about January 6th another day, but I've got January 6th clients uh, through my arbitration practice. And I can tell you that every one of them was taken into custody in Texas against the law. They violated the oh, federal You don't have rights. to tell me. I have two uh, retired Air Force parents out of the Pentagon. Uh, we don't do conspiracies in our house. Right. So this is this is about rights and about the majority understanding. If we're the majority, why are yeah, we silent? Exactly. Why you have to know this. But this is the essence of communism. Communism is the nail that sticks up, gets hammered down. Mm -hmm. That's why it's important that you understand being out there at the polls, protecting your vote, and don't just go alone. Bring five people with you, but this is how we stop it. How do we stop them from cheating? Right. We don't stop them from cheating. We have to be bigger than the cheat, yep. prepared for the cheat, and ready to hold accountable for the cheat. Now, I will tell you that I do have whistleblower information. I do have oh, he's gonna drop it. I do have a program that I'm working on right now to actually decertify every election machine in the United States of America. Woo! Uh, I'll talk about that briefly, but that's that's a that, that's going to take a little bit of time. It's probably going to involve a mass action lawsuit, not a class action lawsuit. Oh, okay, so Weston, you you put the the, the, the potential nuke guys. Yeah. Here it is. Okay, yeah. Weston, you got to go throw with them that. We're out of their own party. But let's follow the chief Woo! law enforcement thing here for a second. So here's yes. the deal. Most people don't understand the Constitution. Most people don't understand no. that the federal government cannot come in here and tell you what to do. They have to follow the protocols. And if they don't do that, then they're breaking the law. And if they're breaking the law, then whether it's Washington, D.C. or the CCP, it's the same scenario. They are a federal government breaking the law. How do we hold, then who enforces that to hold them accountable? That's where we all come in because we have an elected body that can fix rules. We also have a uh, chief law enforcement official in the attorney general that can go after this. And there's actually ways to uncuff Ken Paxton's hand so he can go back, go back after voter fraud, but that's afterwards. You see, I didn't say only put Republicans in there. Did I? No, I didn't say only put Democrats. No, we're going to go to every duly elected sheriff, Republican or Democrat. And we're going to call on you people to go knock on their door and say, Hey, I understand the Constitution says you're the top law enforcement official and the power of the posse is enumerated <clears throat> by the Constitution and sheriffs can generate a posse to do anything legally that they're able to do. And any law enforcement official out there not only is um, should, but they're bound by duty to not obey any unlawful orders. There it is. So... If I have someone inside a voting location and they see that something's happening, they can make the call right now and bring in everybody to come in and get these people held accountable. When we look at this, as it moves down the road, what happens? Well, here's the thing. You have voting counts that are happening every single day. Yes. 
Those people that are out there right now that are the technical guys like me and technical ladies, you're saying you're just a conspiracy theorist. Never happened. But you can go out there and you can pay for a daily mass of votes to be sent to you every single day. And at six o'clock in the morning, you'll get an email from your county election official and it'll show you everybody that voted yesterday. Why? So that way you don't spend any more money or time trying to get them to vote for you because they're off the table. Wow. Now, now, hold on. It, wow. it gets even simpler. Oh, no. Here it we go. It gets even simpler. Bring it. Now, the election poll workers, the election judges that are out there, how come I never see a line of people? We've all heard about the line of people turning in votes the day of elections, right? They had the problems they have collecting votes, collecting ballots, all that kind of stuff. And in this situation, you don't have any election judges taking those jump drives out and then going down to central count to say, here's my votes for the day, add them into this big spreadsheet so you can send the candidate their file that they paid for. Is it because they're trying to wake Biden up? No, it's because they're connected electronically and it's dripping all the way, all day long. So that way the, the report's ready to run. And oh, so I was at a meeting in goodness. North Texas the other day and this very nice lady, she said, well, I just went to this training. They said, it's not connected to the internet. Thankfully, I had two groups of people in the, in the audience. One that were uh, election people and candidates and another that were poll workers. Well, guess what? I got them all to raise their hand. I said, how many of you guys have ever taken your ballots at the end of the day and taking them downtown so they can generate the report that this person's getting. Zero hands. That's why, look, you guys been around long enough to where you flew when they said, don't put a phone on an airplane, don't turn it on. Yeah, I'm married to one of them. And, and you know why they said it, right? Because your signal might get into the plane and crash the plane. Yes. Okay, so here's the deal. Guess why they tell you not to put on a cell phone in a voting booth, crash the plane exact same scenario it, it's low-tech technology Woo! i know you got a lot of questions to ask, so well, I'll be quiet. <laughs> well i just wanted Wait, it got so hot i, I gotta wanted... take my hat off <laughs> okay. i'm not bald see but you realize that action comes from the cowboy hat that's how we do it in texas i'm <laughs> telling you that west did that i parked that my horse was... outside oh my goodness we're going you the bull riding thing so you guys wondered what that harry styles degree is for we're going to tell you what the bull riding uh, degree is for is for kicking butt and taking names. That is awesome. I mean, Weston, this this feels like the great counter strategy. This is what people want to hear. It, it is a watching this unfold and having no recourse, no action. That's where the desperation comes in. We have action. We can do this. And for the ones you can't be running for office, get out here and support what Weston is doing, what I'm doing, what the rest of us are doing. You know, those who can do those who can't write checks. No, I'm just kidding. They, those, we, we need everybody on the front line. I need but airplanes. I, I need airplanes to get me to and from places. I got the pilot covered, <laughs> <laughs> but we need planes. But legislatively, we also work on legislative solutions. We work on what's best for your secretary of state. You know, we got, there's some, you know, we need secretary of states to have teeth back in their office. Don't in we? Texas, we have, you know, there's a difference between statutory law. Correct. All right. And then law that is not statutory law okay and so we have all of this uh, alj all this law that is not required it's not statutory and one of those laws that is not statutory is to zero out the voting machines so in texas the law says that you zero out voting machines the day of election day well 
because it's not statutory law, it's in the administrative law code, they're not required to do it. So in places like Bear County, where I come from, they zero out the voting machines five days before. How many people out there that worked a cash register zeroed out your till five shifts before you actually were going to go run that machine through? The answer for that should be zero. Correct. <laughs> for everybody. For everybody. So zero. there's some things we can fix. You need to end early voting. There should be no gap between early voting and election day. I am a huge non-fan of early voting because we always see the same thing. We saw this in the presidential election. Why is it we always race as Republicans to get our numbers in, ours are always in first, and then the Democrats can't get theirs in until you know they figure out how many they right. need to beat us. Yes, I said it. So that's where we want to be is starting to get, I'm, I, I remember, I'm old enough to remember Weston when we had paper ballots and we knew who the president was on that well, day. And at, and at 22, you've experienced a lot in your life. <laughs> That's right. Am I 22? Oh my gosh. So 22 years this morning, but this is. But your shirt says it all. I mean, it's a great shirt. It's a great organization. You know, we the people, right? It's not we the government. No. It's not we the king. It's not we the oligarch. It's not we the dictator. It's not we the cackler. It's not we the vodka queen. Mm -hmm. It's not we any of those other things. It is we the people. We run this. And that's... It's getting so bad. Even AOC is calling for election integrity because they know there's a civil war going on on the left between the AOC house and the Nancy Pelosi house. If AOC is calling for every anything, I'm pretty sure it's a rotary phone. <laughs> I'm just going to go out on an advisement with that. But yeah, they they all have their, you know, their their levels of ridiculous, but they are scared. What are you seeing this, Weston? This is panic mode. This is absolute panic mode. Subpoenas are flying, um, making a mockery of our election because they know that nobody wants what they're selling. Exactly. Well, and that's what we have to do. You know, we have to inspire these people to realize, like I said at the beginning of the show, one person can still make a difference. One person can still make a difference. And yes. if they give up, then the fight that we should have fought, our great grandchildren will be trying to fight it. And they won't have Correct. the in-country knowledge that we have about things, you know, like George Soros and how he sold out his own people. Correct. You know, and the different in San Antonio right now, they just put up a four foot by four foot statue of Stalin down by the river walk. And this developer did it to inspire people to rebuild this block. And it has a pirouette. It has Mao Zedong's wife in a ballerina outfit oh on top of it. Goodness. Doing a pirouette. So we're saying that Maoism is over, is superior to Stalin? No. Folks, we're, we're, we are, we're in trouble. But here's a, here's a good news. Our country has been outgunned and outnumbered before. Amen. And we have always found a way. And that is by looking to the one true God, following into those things that made us great, following the recipe. Yes. Whataburger ain't successful because they switched the strawberry shake between Highland Park and Plano, <laughs> Texas and Brownsville. Come on. He went there. <laughs> so we have to get back to what make our country, what made our country great. And I'm thankful for this show and your producing team. And thank, thankful too. Amen to that. I tell people, you know, I, I, I get a lot of heat for the Christian faith, but the reality is patriots, if your politicians, your elected officials don't fear God, then they sure as heck don't fear you. So you need to be mindful of, of those and who they serve and what they, they follow. So, uh, but no, this is, this is the great, this is the meat, this is what we need. So Weston, tell 
the Patriots because we are about solutions and action. Tell the Patriots where they can find you and how they can get involved, what they can doing. And again, just kind of summarize what they need to be doing sure. to help take our country back. Sure. Well, go to voterfbi.org. You can follow me on all social media platforms at Weston Martinez. Um, any Bucky's in Texas is my unofficial campaign headquarters. For those of y'all not from Texas, sorry. Uh, and be vigilant. Be ready. Um, there are action steps that are coming that are going to be necessary that are nonviolent, but will protect our country and will help take our country back. We will show you how to fight. We will show you how to get it done and how to be effective and not waste your time. Some of you have the ability to get on the battlefield and some of you have the ability to pay for bullets. Figure out which one you are. Follow people like Raven. Thank you for following me. And uh, we're just really excited to be taking our country back. And we're going to do it more than one state at a time. But you at home, y'all are the solution. Excellent. Weston, absolutely a pleasure having you here. And in that vein, definitely have to give our signature signature gift to you here. Uh, so we, we always have, like to have a gift when cool. we, so this is how we do it in Texas, you know. I, so, could, I could almost frack You can fit a lot that. of Bucky's in that. If you're not in Texas, you should be wondering why you're not from Texas. You got to get there down here, Bucky's. It's all about Bucky's and Whataburger. But this is it right here. So, I have to do a hairometer report with this. This is like almost, I can measure my hair with this. You want to measure? We can do that with mine as well. So, but no, it's great. It's been absolutely a pleasure. Please come back and see us again. Keep yeah. us abreast and let us know. We want to be seeing you waving the victory flag from the front line. I can't do it without people like you and your team and people watching this program. Amen. We'll be back in just a moment for closing. Well, that was a great segment, Patriots. I hope you're as encouraged as I am. It's one thing to see what's happening. It's another thing to have a role in it. And I want to encourage every Patriot who's watching right now, you were made for this time. We can do this. The essence of what they're trying to do right now is to break our spirit. And we are stronger than this. Our founding fathers were stronger than this. My Native American ancestors were stronger than this. We can do this. We can do it together. You know, birds flock, bees swarm. We tend to separate when we need to join together. And we need to get that right this time. I don't know about you guys, I am definitely looking at the route of deputizing because we all have a role in what we can do. Weston Martinez, he laid out some fabulous points of what we can do for those of us who feel discouraged and downtrodden. We can do this. Go get deputized. Don't just go to the voting poll. Take five people with you. This is how we do it. Look into his organization. Definitely seek him out online and be encouraged and be part of the solution. Because remember, faith without works is dead. We want to have action. He told you how to get locked and loaded. Don't get locked and loaded to sit on the sofa. Get locked and loaded to have a hand in saying, yes, I took my country back. Because that's what I want to tell my kids is your mother, your father had a role. Your grandparents had a role in protecting your freedom. We all can do it. This has been a great episode. I'm happy to have you with us. Join us again. And make sure you follow us on social media. We're at RavenHarrison.com, Raven, the conservative warrior, and Raven's Radar. 
on all social media platforms. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you need from us so we can get involved and get engaged. I'm Raven Harrison. Thank you for joining us for Raven's Radar. We'll see you next time.